Welcome to the Echo Cast, episode 37. I know what you're saying to yourself right now. What in the world can he possibly talk about? There's been little to no news about the Division 2. Is he going to simply pull something out of nothing and babble on about it? For 30 minutes or more? My answer to you is absolutely. So let's jump right in. Uh, for content updates, uh, Words with Bond. I've, um, I think I've kind of got that back on track. The the interesting thing to me, at least, is that I, I actually tried to revive this back in July. After I got back from E3 and stuff like that, uh, contacted a bunch of people and honestly just got busy and didn't finish it up so so here we are we uh we are back last week i had bicycle of death this week i had tom cruise mom shoes uh, next week i will have cunningham ct cunningham as uh, many of you should know who he is um and i suggest you check it out so uh the words with bond its home is on the Medium blog website. You should be able to find links to it in various places, including my Twitter. And I'll try to include it in the description wherever you're watching this podcast. Uh, upcoming additions are going to include uh, the HGG group, uh, Bombshell Jackets, and uh, I have a few pending and a f uh, a, actually a pretty good number of division developers and uh, community staff who are going to be doing it as well. So I am uh, really excited to bring those. Uh, someone recently during one of my streams had pointed out to me that it was, um, you know, these were some of their favorite division content. Um, and I didn't realize people enjoyed them that much. Uh, going back and looking at some of the stats of them, though, uh, some of them have been extremely popular. Um, if you haven't read them before, uh, basically I do these fairly short-form interviews with various people. I've done streamers, developers, community people. Um, if I look through the list of everyone, started off with um, Binary Numb and Weezer, uh, Frederick Thylander, Hamish... Uh, we got Agent Mab, Terry Spear, Amper, Marco Style, Eric's, Uber Tim, uh, Mike Thinks Aloud. We got Yannick, Johan, Tony Sturzel from Red Storm. Uh, we got Splinter Shield, Petter, Taylor, Shacha. I'm literally just reading them at this point. Um, Alex Irvine was a really cool one. Um, unbeknownst to most people, he kind of dropped a little hint about Division 2 in there. Uh, it, you know, we adjusted some things to keep it safe, but if you go back and read Alex Irvine's now, it's interesting. We got Buzz, we got... Uh, I started doing a few myself, where I would just kind of throw out some articles that I wrote myself and gave some thoughts on streaming and the community and things like that. Uh, Professor Broman did it, Olafur. Um, let's see... Yeah, and, and then we, you know, we get in the Bicycle of Death and Tom Cruise, so... 
Um, there's a bunch more coming. Uh, I, I really like doing these. They're a lot of fun. And for me, the whole purpose of doing them in the first place was bringing some uh, personal, you know, touch to some of these people that, you know, like Hamish, Petter, and Yannick, we see them on stay of the game. Uh, to a lot of people, they're just kind of faces that give us information that sometimes we like, sometimes we don't like. Um, to me, it's really important um, for me to try to not forget the human side. Um, the way I see those guys get talked to a lot, uh, even Frederick and Terry and some of these other guys, um, it, honestly, it kind of makes me sick sometimes. So being able to um, to bring this other side uh, is really important to me. So check it out. I hope you enjoy them. And there's a bunch more coming. I My goal is to try to have um, one every other week uh, until Division 2 comes out. So obviously once that comes out, I'm going to be a little busy. Uh, but until then, I'm excited to show this to you. Uh, if you have any suggestions or ideas for people you would like me to feature on Words with Bond, uh, I'm happy to do it. Um, you know, I'm I'm sure eventually, as I ask that more often, I'll get more and more uh, trolly or people asking me to do people who they simply know I'm not going to for various maybe personal or professional reasons. Uh, but I'm happy to hear any suggestions. You can jump into my Discord or uh, reply to my Twitter um, when I post this episode. Uh, if you have any ideas or suggestions, um, big or small, I'm happy to do community members, big streamers, uh, developers, whoever. Let me know. Uh, Merchandise-wise, I have added a whole bunch of stuff. So I've added, um, there's Bond Diesel merch, of course, uh, Division 2 hub um, merch, which I actually really like. I made a new logo and stuff like that. I also did new logos for Division Shots and the Echo Cast um, and the Words of Bond. There's actually Words of Bond merch. Uh, I don't really expect anyone to actually buy it, uh, but I think it looks kind of cool. If you're, uh, if you'd like the stuff enough, go nuts. It's there. Um, it's on Design by Humans. Uh, their products are extremely high quality and really good. That also means their hair more expensive. I also uploaded all of my merch to Streamlabs. Um, I haven't touched any of their stuff yet i see lots of good reviews on it um but i suggest you know if you want to check it out i've been doing some giveaways lately of this stuff i i haven't seen any of it myself yet so you know let me know if you buy anything off of there it is substantially cheaper designed by humans does not let me choose the price um, streamlabs does because it allows you to control how much profit you make i have made all of the products I believe have one or two dollars of profit um, simply just to help support the stream a little bit um, so like the shirts are only like 17 bucks the mugs are like 15 it's uh, pretty pretty reasonable I think you know, maybe I'll just end up dropping them all down to nothing because honestly I don't really care about how much I make quote-unquote uh, honestly I just like being able to throw out some appreciation um, and in the free advertising isn't awful you know uh, and the nice thing about Streamlabs is I can actually buy at cost. Uh, so I can do giveaways and stuff relatively cheaply. Where Designed by Humans, if I buy my own stuff, I do get a couple bucks off of that. But it still ends up being relatively expensive. Uh, last, this is kind of way ahead at this point, but I do plan on doing some giveaways around Division 2. 
Um, I'm going to see if I have any extra stuff from E3 or if I can beg the lovely community devs to maybe give me some stuff to give away. I also plan on giving away two copies of The Division 2. Uh, one of those, uh, both of them may end up being gold copies. Uh, so, so here's my situation with Division 2 and the giveaways. So, so I'm able to play at midnight on the 12th, you know, 12 o'clock in the morning. Um, I pre-ordered the gold edition, I think, on Xbox. The reason I did that is that I've also pre-ordered the DZ edition for Xbox. Um, but I suspect that won't be delivered until the 12th during the day. Um, that is basically an ultimate edition with some other stuff, I believe. Uh, so I'll likely be giving away that hard copy um, on stream. And I will likely also be giving away the code I get as a star player. The Division 2 is the final is the final code we're going to get, I believe, as star players. Um, I don't know what if that's going to be a basic, you know, just a plain copy or whatever. Um, I may try to reach out to some people I know to see if I can try to get some more copies to give away. I think it'd be really fun to do that and get some more people into the fold. Um, but we'll have to see. So this is where I would do a state of the game recap. Well, well, I think most of us know there has been no stay of the game. Um, Amper Camper did confirm a stay of the game. He said there will be at least one in 2019. He confirmed that on Friday. I know this is breaking news. But he confirmed there will be at least one stay of the game next year. Big stuff. I know. Uh, I, I think, you know, we're probably not going to get any significant stuff until next year. So... Uh, it'd be cool if we got maybe a surprise day of the game. I've kind of been throwing out there um, that it'd be nice if, even if they just do a community stream, like maybe next week or something, right before Christmas, the week before Christmas. I'm sure a bunch of them are taking time off. Um, I, I wonder how much time off the devs are really going to get, but hopefully they get some. You know, I'm sure they've been cracking for a long time on this stuff, and I would like to see them be able to relax a little before things get real nutty. So, uh, but no, no stay of the game this week. Uh, nothing announced at this point. Uh, for division news, um, we did get our December roadmap. We um, got the Prime Shield. It has been released. Um, you just had to have three of the classified sets. I was I thought this was the exotic one. I was wrong. Uh, so it was just three uh, classified sets on one character and it should unlock uh, the audio log. I won't spoil it. I'll be straight up. It was extremely boring. <laughs> I was really thinking these last two or three would be fairly substantial. Uh, but this one basically, uh, I won't say it. It's it just, it wasn't, I don't know. It was cool, but kind of underwhelming. Uh, uh, we have two global events this month. It'll be Outbreak and Blackout. Outbreak, if you're listening to this close to when I record it, is currently going on. Blackout will be towards the end of the month, I believe. And uh, like I had said before, there were no stay of the games or even any dev blogs um, shown that they're going to be released. Which leads me to my next thing. So I feel like I've been talking about this every week, but I'm going to more specifically address... Uh, I know for a few months, ever since Ubi Day in, J in Japan, with Julian Garrity, everyone's been hanging their hats on something he said... Um, 
he basically, I believe it was during a Q&A, he told someone that we would be that we'd be getting um, Dark Zone information in December. Uh, he also confirmed uh, the beta in January, which uh, I believe I'm going to assume is still a thing. Um, so what I'm guessing is that he either excitedly made a mistake um, or what I think is more likely um, at the time it was very uh, it was planned to reveal information in December uh, and, and since then they've changed their mind and maybe he dropped some info that hadn't been finalized yet uh, the fan in me can appreciate that I, uh, I I highly 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 suspect the people making the decisions to not reveal much information quite yet um, aren't the developers. Um, I, I have some personal feelings and uh, whatever uh, in chit chats that lead me to believe that um, more than anything, these guys want to show us their baby. And uh, these guys and gals want to show us their baby. And, um, and it's typically, I'm, I'm pretty willing to bet it's not the people who are making the baby. Uh, this is getting weird. Um, <laughs> uh, that that are that are keeping us from seeing it. So um, it's it's you know likely people in different positions. So um, including people who aren't Julian Garrity. I, I bet he would have loved to show us more at E3. So you know I I just I suspect that either he was confused or you know plans changed and i'm still just gonna throw out there i've been pretty forward about it i'm not expecting anything until january at this point um i think these people are cracking away at more important stuff right now um the the, the community dev team has been fairly quiet you know no state of the games even amper has seemed uh, pretty busy uh still definitely doing his thing um but i i highly suspect there's just lots of craziness coming starting next month and um i think it's perfectly fine to express that you aren't cool with that but i would maybe just be reasonable about it and not get too upset we have uh you know only a couple months left here the last thing uh it's not really division related but i think a bunch of us were probably hoping that the gaming awards would maybe come with some kind of trailer for division instead we got far cry new world which i'm actually gonna be talking about here in a moment um yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I did watch the entire thing hoping that something Division related would come. But instead we got uh, uh, Far Cry A New World. So, there's that. But I'll talk about that here in a moment. So, yeah, Division news. I managed to find something to talk about. So, speculation discussion. This is where we do this. So, guess what I'm gonna talk about today? I'm gonna talk about the Division 2 versus the competition. Ooh, ominous. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about Division 2. Uh, just the competition in general, I think, and how I think Division 2 is going to handle this. Um, specifically, I'm going to talk about Anthem, Destiny 2, and Far Cry New World. Why not? I have some kind of... I have some thoughts about just its announcement and when it's being released and kind of what I think about that. Uh, the first thing I want to say is that... I, I truly, I, I've made my feelings pretty clear on most games. I'm pretty clearly a Division fanboy, uh, even though I feel like I've given them, uh, the Division a lot more criticism than most people realize, but that's fine. Um, I don't expect people to you know, give me credit for that, and that's fine. I'll survive. Um, 
But first I'll talk about Anthem. So Anthem is weird because as of the recording of this podcast, I have played Anthem for about two hours. They released an alpha today and we're allowed to say we played it. We are not allowed to say anything about it other than that though. (sighs) So I'm going to just go off the notes that I wrote um, on Friday before I recorded this. And if you want to take whatever you want from the way I say things or what I present, I am, this is a disclaimer, I am not revealing any information about the Anthem Alpha that I have played for a couple hours. There's that. So Anthem comes out on February 22nd, just about three weeks, I believe, before Division 2. Um... So Anthem is a game I was crazy excited about. Uh, We heard this thing about Bioware. They were doing some kind of game. There are comparisons being thrown out to Destiny, Division even, which I'll get to that. I just, even putting Destiny and Division in the same thing just annoys me, but we'll get to it. So I was crazy excited for Anthem when we were hearing rumors about it. Uh, We saw that first trailer for it, I believe in 2017. My piqued my interest even more. I'm like, wow, this seems kind of neat. I like the idea of this more realistic aesthetic. It seems like it's gonna be a little gritty, but it's you know kind of spaceman, shooty shooty, pow pow. Um, as one of the things I never liked about Destiny was that when Destiny originally got teased, it kind of came off like it was gonna be like a gritty Halo open world type of game, uh, which made sense because of Bungie. Uh, it seemed like it had it was gonna have kind of a grit kind of a realism to it despite its you know space uh, setting and stuff you know and in the same way that I feel like destiny kind of went away from that you know anthem in its more recent gameplay and trailers kind of feels like it has as well uh, I know that the, for the probably the majority of people who listen to this they're kind of like oh bonds just a division fanboy absolutely true um but I'm just I've had discussions with lots of people and I, and I think my personal opinion has been made fairly clear that I, I like realistic aesthetics and I'm not saying that everything has to be one shot headshots I love division division isn't one shot headshots I'm saying I just like a realistic feel to games where even if they do something with a fantasy element they at least attempt to to ground it in some type of reality and you know something that I feel like destiny didn't do very well with that is something that I think anthem is going towards as well the gameplay we've seen I mean, it's pretty it's it's cool um it just feels just cartoony to me um it's been interesting to me that we're not that far out especially from anthem and that a big focus they've been on with their devs and stuff like that i just see all these retweets about posts about being able to color your armor and change the texture of it um that's really cool i know people love customization but, but customization is one of those things that people want and want and want and want. And when they get it, they appreciate it, but they forget about it nearly instantly. Ghost Recon Wildlands has one of the most in-depth customization setups of guns, your character, literally everything I've ever seen. And I remember the first time I played it, I was like, this is super cool. Wow. And then five minutes later, I couldn't have cared less. On the contrary, with Division, the customization of your actual character... Now, the customization's gotten better with, you know, backpack skins and masks and stuff, but in the patches, it's still pretty... pretty... uh, restricted. And especially your character. 
um, you know, you for the most part see the same like eight different characters running around for the last three years. So, but at the same time, I know it's a thing like people want Division 2 to have more customization, but I really think for the majority of people, they kind of forgot about or didn't or stopped caring about the lack of it in Division 1. So, for me, it's interesting that Anthem is focusing so much on that because I think at the end of the day, it's going to matter very, very little. I, I'm not expecting to see reviews for Anthem that say, you know, Anthem's gameplay, controls, enemies, story is kind of lackluster. But oh boy, that customization sure is beautiful. So 10 out of 10, it really saved the game. You know, it's one of those things that's nice to have, but shouldn't be a priority. And it just seems weird to me that that's what they're so focused on showing. The, the last kind of interesting thing about Anthem to me is the fact that they've gone no PvP. I feel like at one point PvP was in was in play. Um, and, I, and I wouldn't be surprised if maybe one day it, it is again. But it seems like on release and in, in, in the near future, PvP isn't a thing. Which is fine. We've seen games like Warframe and such that, uh, and even Destiny to a point. I know some people love the Destiny and Destiny 2 multiplayer. But I've definitely heard way more people say that it's unbalanced, it's not that good, it's, the matchmaking sucks. You know, it seems like it's popular because it's so essential to so many quests and uh, getting certain items and stuff. But uh, except that new PvEVP mode they have that seems extremely popular. But I'll get to that. So Anthem, to me, I mean, it's obviously direct competition, right? I mean, it comes out three weeks before Division. It's a looter shooter. Um... In the same way I've talked about Destiny as well though, is that while they're definitely in the same general genre, I still would just argue that they're they're very, very different games. Uh, you know, the difference of cover base, the realistic aesthetic, even just the way the games play out. And I just, I think that it makes sense to compare them, I guess, um, but it's, it's a quite a stretch in my opinion. Though I'm also one that thinks comparing Division and Destiny is, kind of silly as well just different games um with a similar goal i guess so i and it seems like anthem i just can't tell how deep like the builds are gonna be how much you can really customize and change things and all of that i'm just i'm i'm obviously very skeptical i'm trying to keep any thoughts i have about after playing the alpha myself i'm just curious i I don't think it's going to be, I think there was a point where people, right when they announced Division 2, especially when they announced the release date, I think people were like, oh boy, here's a showdown. And maybe there will be, but I just don't know. So so then we have uh, Destiny 2. Uh, so Destiny 2, they've announced or shown that the season of the Drifter, which includes a whole bunch of events, will be coming out. Um, it's kind of March through May. It seems like uh, there's kind of a, a multiple things happening in that time um, So what I was looking at that and I noticed something interesting is that in that window They're not releasing a new raid So they just released a new raid and they're going to release another new raid per their schedule um, In the June through August time frame it looks like uh, So it seems probably fairly purposeful that they've said eh, let's not drop one of our huge content things you know, in, in the March through April or May area because of, probably because of Anthem, because of Division. They, they know that there's at least going to be some draw away from them during that time, which is probably smart. Um, just in general, now they are still doing a ton of stuff during that window. And um, I think um, 
I think it's still going to be pretty competitive. I, I know that people are still kind of, people were pretty enamored with Destiny 2 with the Forsaken release. Um, it seems like some of that's dropped off a little. I know I felt completely burned by it, uh, by buying it right when it came out and then a week later they dropped the price. Uh, the fact that when I bought it, I paid $60 for a package that included the game, which I already had, and I didn't get like an extra code to give away or something. It seemed weird to make me pay for a game um, that I already had. Uh, and then they dropped the price pretty quickly afterwards. Uh, it's just weird, um, but for the most part, I can tell that people seem to really enjoy it, and we're really impressed by Forsaken. Uh, this new one, people seem a little more mixed on, but the hardcore fans are definitely into it, um, which I suspect is kind of what it's going to be like around the time of Division 2. Um, it, it seems like Division 2 is going to have a fairly clear road when it comes to Destiny. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be stuff that they're going to put out that's going to make sense. Like, people may jump back and forth a little bit, but it doesn't seem like they're dropping. Like, none of the DLC during that time appears to be a Forsaken-ish update that's going to really be a hard counter to Division 2. Um, I personally doubt that there's ever... I think Forsaken was a one-off. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't do another real heavy hitter DLC like that um, until they release Destiny 3. But we'll have to see. Um, but I still just, I, I really think that even with Anthem, but with Destiny 2, I, I still think that they're, especially with all the changes that we're going to get with Division 2 or, or that we think we're going to get, I feel like they're such different games that I really don't think that there's like a choice to be made. I just, I still just don't really believe that you either play Destiny 2 or Division. I've never felt that way. I just think that they provide such different experiences that you aren't going to play one and then play the other one and be like, ugh, this is just too similar. Can't do it. I really feel like they have such a different feel that you can play both and, and, and enjoy your time. The last game I was just going to throw out there, not because of genre, but just because of time frame, is Far Cry New World. It's been uh, announced to release, I believe, on February 15th, uh, exactly a month before Division. This was a weird. This was a weird announcement for me. When they released that that teaser before um, the Game Awards, I was like, "Oh, they're gonna release a new Far Cry, like like a legit new Far Cry, maybe in the fall." Um, even that felt close because the the Far Cry Five came out what in like March of fifteen or uh, March of eighteen, I believe it was March. Uh, and it just seems so, you know, it's not Far Cry Six, which it's not named. It's uh, it, and then even from the content, it looks like it's supposed to be a sequel of a Far Cry 5 less than the next Far Cry. Uh, a few things I've seen since they since the Gamescom trailer and stuff. Um, it's only 40 bucks, at least that's what you can pre-order it for. Which leads me to believe that it's more of like a a huge DLC uh, or a, more of an expansion on the story, kind of a side project rather than like the next Far Cry. It just seems, it's just weird. It, it's such an odd thing. Uh, the sentiment I had and that I've seen some other people have is that Ubisoft is really trying to make a statement on Anthem and say, we're gonna release a game a week before you. Um, that's essentially a sequel to a, a pretty popular game. I mean, I, I feel like most people's general assessment of Far Cry 5 is that it was really cool. For me, I felt like they were played it way too safe when it came to all the political stuff. Uh, they kind of hyped it up like it's this like 
rural America, cult, religious, blah, blah, blah. And then when the game came out, it was like the most accepting cult ever in an area where there were like a couple racist people, but overall uh, they were all pretty uh, open-minded. <laughs> it just, I don't know, I feel like they kind of played it up like it was going to be this big statement and it ended up being kind of a weak thing. In my opinion, but um, I think it's interesting that they're kind of, and I'm fully expecting, well, I guess Far Cry advertising soon, and a crap ton of division advertising and events and things uh, in January and February and March. So it really does seem like in various ways they're going to try to kind of drown out Anthem as much as they can, um, which is interesting. Um so yeah, Far Cry New World looks cool. I guess uh, I'm, I'm I'm interested in the little expeditions they have now. So it looks like it's going to be the same map, just heavily altered as we had in Far Cry Five. Um, plus these expeditions, which are like one kilometer by one kilometer side areas you can go to to, to do things and probably collect loot and stuff like that. So yeah, not really too worried about being a competitor for the division. I suspect. If it's anything like Far Cry 5, even within a month, uh, people, most people who play it like hardcore in any way will probably kind of blow through it. Um, I'm curious if they're going to do DLCs for New World. Um, I think most people would agree that the DLCs for Far Cry 5 were less than extraordinary, um, were you know neat, um, but kind of a letdown. I tried to play them and just couldn't get into them, uh, but they were still cool. It's fine, nothing wrong with it. Um, so yeah, so how's Division 2 going to do uh, facing these these competitors? Um, I think it'll... I mean, okay, so I'm super biased. I'm obviously saying I think it's going to do fine. But I really do. I mean, really looking at the details. Anthem seems like the biggest one. And, and I'm just not convinced yet, man. I, I, I need to see more. I, I need to see a lot more. I just feel like Anthem is going to be kind of this thing where you pick it up and you play it for 20 hours or so. You, know, you play it for a few weeks and, and then you'll kind of be like, ah, okay... I'm sure they're going to do tons of content releases for it and stuff, which will more than likely definitely improve it. It's just, I feel like to really unseat Destiny, basically, in Division to a point, like Anthem really was going to need to bring some something heavy, something really surprising or different or interesting. And, I, and it just doesn't seem like they are. Uh, they're bringing Iron Man Destiny in third person, which is fine. That, that's going to be super fun. Uh, but I just don't think it's gonna be the 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 world breaker, the world changer that it kind of kind of needed to be. Um, but I'll be happy to be wrong. Absolutely. I I really think that it, it's gonna make a big difference too. That I truly believe with the things I've seen so far that the Division Two is is learning so many lessons and implementing so many of those um, those experiences that I just I feel this weird buzz around the community of people you know this like anxiety that they're gonna make the same mistakes again and may, maybe they will but I'm gonna go out and, and and assume they won't and I really think that there's a really good chance this comes out and especially to a more casual audience which is remember the the majority are going to be like, holy crap, this is awesome. Now, obviously, the more, you know, obsessed people like myself and others, 
and people who have a little bit different philosophy than I do on this stuff or there's people are gonna find a negative way to spin this no matter what and I'm just I'm anticipating it putting on my blinders just gonna try to smile and and focus on my stuff but um, I, I really think that they're gonna they're gonna do something interesting and, and the biggest thing for me is I think there's a lot of people like me who who just really appreciate a game like division and how it it attempts heavily to do this realistic aesthetic in an RPG, which doesn't make sense. Those two things don't go together. Um, and, and while there's definitely been parts of that that have been strained in Division 1 and will likely be strained in Division 2, I still think there's that Ghost Recon, that Call of Duty, that Arma, or whatever, that audience that enjoys something different like the Division, that, that enjoys quote-unquote realistic games, actual realistic games, but enjoys dabbling in this RPG that still provides a similar feel. And and I don't think that audience is, is bothered much by Destiny or Anthem. I just don't. I, I think they may be like, neat, cool, but may not necessarily be completely enamored with that. And so Division just, and, and, and I've seen people really talk about that and how the Division just scratches such a unique itch. It really blows my mind that no other company, EA or anyone else has has even vaguely attempted to try to copy Division and take it in their own direction at this point. I I haven't seen it. Maybe someone has, but I'm unaware. So I'm, I'm really curious to, to what we're going to see and, and how this is going to play out and how the rest of the year plays out. Uh, I know, you know, obviously when Cyberpunk comes out, you know, Division's going to be dead. When, you know, when some of these other games release, it's going to be the same old song and dance that we always see, but... But that's fine. We'll, we'll deal with that when we get there. Um, but yeah, so I hope you enjoyed that discussion. I, I wanted to talk about it because, well, it was the best idea I could come up with for this week. Uh, but I also think it's worth chatting about. Listener questions. So the only one I really had um, was from Bori. Uh, I appreciate it. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, and it looked like he basically asked everyone, most of the Division podcast and he pointed to this article that was showing that Mike Laidlaw is now with Ubisoft. Um, he was the writer on the first Mass Effect, and he's the writer for uh, Dragon Age. So I never played either of those games. I am the worst. Um, but I did a little research. I've also obviously just organically heard a ton about these. I used to work at GameStop, so I sold tons of both of those. People would always talk about them. Um, you know, I've, I've chit-chatted with people like F. Shep and others who are huge fans of Mass Effect. Um, and I've obviously seen all the videos and I, in Mass Effect, I actually know a good chunk of the story just because I go down the wormhole and lore videos with that game sometimes because it is interesting. I just need to play it. I have an Xbox. There's no reason for me not to. And it's such a bummer that Andromeda was such a mess because uh, the Xbox is really dying for some good exclusives at this point. And the fact that, you know, like Halo 5 was kind of whatever, Mass Effect Andromeda was super whatever. Um, Man, next generation, they better bring it. But besides that, you know, his his question was just, what do you think of this? I think in all reality, we're not going to see the results of this for a couple more years, maybe in some DLC more recently for other games. I wouldn't be surprised if he maybe has a lot more to do with games like Assassin's Creed, maybe Far Cry, like Far Cry 6. Um you know, other games, maybe a Prince of Persia, maybe a Splinter Cell, you know, um, 
I, I think that, you know, we're not going to see the results of him for a while, but when we do, I mean, his track record is kind of hard to argue against, right? Um, I'm excited. Maybe Division Three. <laughs> we uh, may see some of his influence. But I really feel like if you think about Mass Effect and Dragon Age, the things that were good about those games that could be implemented into Ubisoft games, I think fit extraordinarily well into games um, like Assassin's Creed. Uh, Origins and especially Odyssey, I really enjoyed how they made it kind of an RPG, you know, really pushed the story and your choices in the story and stuff like that. I still have to kind of admit that I still think it, you know, Odyssey was just so cheesy and so cringy in so many parts. I still loved it. I truly did. I truly, really enjoyed Odyssey. It was a blast. Um, I'm kind of done with it now, uh, but I had a lot of fun. And there were some really good emotional moments in that game. There were also some super cringe moments and just some of the dialogue and stuff was just kind of made you just kind of went, you know, but uh, I still love what they did and it's a great game. And I think that a game like that can only be taken steps further with someone like this possibly getting involved. But for all we know, they might be bringing him in for a whole new franchise to start something completely new, which could be awesome. So we'll have to wait and see. And with that, that's what I have for this week. Uh, probably jabbered on longer than I thought I could. Sorry, or you're welcome, however you take it. I uh, implore you, if you have questions or topics to cover, uh, to make sure to let me know on Twitter or Discord. You should find those links somewhere near. Uh, you can find the EchoCast on Anchor, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, and YouTube. Uh, you can support on Anchor as a supporter. It's kind of like Patreon a little bit or on Twitch with all of the things and the merch and the, and the stuff. You can find me on Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch as Bond Diesel. And you can find me on Instagram as Bond Diesel underscore Twitch. Uh, if you're more interested in just Division news, you don't want to follow me. Look for the Division 2 hub. Uh, starting on Wednesday, I started a 100-day countdown until March 15th. Yes, I know. Most people are going to play on the 12th, but I'm doing it for the people who aren't pre-ordering the Super Duper Editions. Uh, think about the little man. Uh, so be sure to check that account out. I don't really put any personal thoughts on there. It's just straight Division 2 stuff. If you want to hear me babble on even more, yeah, you can definitely get that on my Bond Diesel Twitter. So now that I've gotten through that, that's why I have this week. Thank you very much for listening. If you're new, I hope you come back. If you're old, I also hope you come back. Boom. Until next time. <laughs>